You're now listening to the Limerick Post News Roundup. I'm your host, Keen Reinhardt, and this is where we bring you the week's news in bite-sized portions. And on page one of this week's Limerick Post newspaper, the university's critical role in contact tracing. Tom McCullough reports, these lists are long, but we're hoping to make a difference. That was the reaction of University of Limerick students involved in a contact tracing initiative that sees them telling up to 70 people a day that they have tested positive for COVID-19. The university, in partnership with the HSE, has set up the UL Virtual Hub with more than 50 senior health sciences students trained to engage in contact tracing. The students are making calls to inform people that they have tested positive for the virus, as well as providing health advice. UL staff are managing the virtual contact tracing hub and are providing technical support and advice. A further 270 staff and students have signed up to volunteer their services. The story is in full on page 1 and 4 of this week's Limerick Post newspaper, as well as online at limerickpost.ie. And over on page 6, Alan Jakes writes, as Limerick mourns the death of musical legend Sammy Benson. He writes, Mayor Michael Sheehan has led many tributes to Limerick musical legend Sammy Benson, who passed away over the Easter weekend. Named Limerick City Council Citizen of the Year in 1988, he founded the Limerick City Brass and Reed Band in 1974. Fondly known throughout the city as the Sammy Benson Band, the band and their leader were a regular fixture in St. Patrick's Day Parade celebrations and the International Band Championships. Originally known as the Boher Boy Youth Band, Sammy took his group of local music makers all around the world over the past five decades and they never came home without some award or other. You can read the full tribute to the late Sammy Benson on page 6 of this week's Limerick Post newspaper with excerpts from an interview Alan Jakes had with Sammy on page 23 and online at limerickpost.ie. Over on limerickpost.ie, news on the changes to the wage subsidy scheme. Limerick TD says wage subsidy scheme changes welcome but they fall short of what is required. Having called for changes to the wage subsidy scheme announced in response to the COVID-19 crisis, Sinn Féin Deputy Morris Quinlevin TD welcomed announcements to the changes announced this week, but has said more needs to be done. However, the Sinn Féin Deputy said this week's changes, which see employees with net weekly pay between €412 and €500, would receive a €350 subsidy payment, were welcome. Deputy Quinlevin said this announcement though still falls short of what is required, with workers with weekly pay of less than €412 still set to earn less than €350. Yet again the Minister has failed to step up and provide the unnecessary or provide the necessary protections to workers on low pay, he said. You can read the full story over on limerickpost.ie now. In this week's Limerick Post show, Megan Scully caught up with Managing Director of Limerick Company Masterchefs about an initiative the business is running. Welcome back to the Limerick Post show with me, Megan Scully. I'm delighted now to be joined by MD of Masterchefs. It is Pat O'Sullivan. How are you getting on? Very good, Megan. Thank you. Now tell us, I suppose, you know, I, I know that the food industry was massively affected by the COVID-19. Um, tell me about your own situation. Yeah, I think we were probably one of the first to close down. Uh, we closed on, I think it was the 12th when the universities first announced their closure. So we we're just over a month closed already. Uh, it meant the closing of about over 20 restaurants nationwide. So you can just imagine the impact of that. 
that's a lot of people as you mentioned there the universities i know you um would feed people in match day in home and park and of course copia green as well or just some of the companies and businesses you have obviously a lot of staff probably had to be let go as well yeah i think there was something like 350 staff affected um so it's a lot of people um that was tough you know obviously but a decision taken out of our control um yeah, a lot of our business, like we were perfect uh, to be to be hit early on because we're in universities in Limerick and Galway. We're in we're in with the HSE in various sites, and then we're involved in sports and recreation. Everything else that was just pretty much just wiped out overnight, you know. Yeah, I know it's had a massive effect. And I suppose I guess everyone's in the same boat. But um, something you've done, I think it's it's great to see, is you've kind of turned this negative into a positive, and you have launched this new initiative, free meals for the elderly. Can you tell me about that and how exactly it works? Yeah, I suppose we were bothered by everything that was happening, and I suppose all the chats we were having with our staff as we were uh, making arrangements to to lay them off temporarily, and. Uh, we were watching what was happening on social media and live in the local shops. So we decided we would do something with to to help do our piece. You know, we, we're, we've always been um, uh, philanthropically minded, I guess. That way, you know, we've always got involved in various initiatives. So I said, look, at, I saw that older, older people were struggling a lot to get um, supplies. And I just thought that we have a production facility, a factory here in Valley Simon. Um, we, has every, we have everything set up, I suppose. So I said, look, we'll throw in our, our, uh, our bit and we'll start producing meals here and distributing them to people that we could identify that were badly in need. Absolutely incredible, so it is. And how has the response been? Uh, unbelievable. Like, I suppose the people we're, we're servicing have fallen between, um, they're not on anybody else's radar, you know, so there were literally people ringing up here. We put it out on social media that we'd help out and um, uh, on nine, Live 95 FM and anywhere else, really, that we, any other platform we could. The phone started hopping. We, it took us a few days to identify the, the genuine ones, I suppose, and, and to work out the logistics, you know, because it's it, it's a lot when you start um, dealing with, I think our first drop was about 35 houses. Yeah. And geographically, they were from, you know, Croom to Cratlow and to Maru, kind of. And, uh, but bit by bit since then, it's with the requests keep coming in and uh, we keep servicing them because... We kind of have to. We're invested in it now at this stage, and we've got to know the people involved. And in some cases, we're their only contact with the outside world, you know. So, um, yeah, we're up in 70, 80, 90 houses, something wow. like that now. It's huge. That's amazing, isn't it? Um, but I think that one, one thing I think we can all take from this is a sense of community and probably the difference you're making to all those people. As you said, sometimes you're the only connection that they have throughout the day. So I think there's one thing that I suppose will be taken away from this is the kindness now and the compassion from so many people out there. Yeah, there is a lot of it. And, you know, I don't really, I didn't have to think about it. You know, it just came naturally. I think I was brought up in a, in a country setting where neighbours help neighbours, you know, yeah. and that's... <laughs> That's just the way it was. It was. It's a normal way of life, you know. And 
that's probably stayed with me. And um, but yeah, like it's important to mention as well, like that after about three weeks of doing it uh, completely by ourselves, we put a shout out to people to to help financially because this is going to be for months rather than weeks. So we said, look, we're not going to be able to do a hundred houses a day and the, the, the costs associated with that indefinitely. So some really generous people have come forward and companies, most of whom want to stay anonymous. And uh, so at this stage we are getting financial support from various quarters. And when that runs out, we'll probably have to go back to seeing it through ourselves. But that's fine too, you know. Pat O'Sullivan of Masters, thank you so much. And what an incredible service you are doing. And all I can say is the very best luck. And we can't wait to see you back in action when all this is over. Thanks, Megan. Appreciate the call. Thanks a minute. Stay safe. Thanks, Pat. So that's it for this week's Limerick Post News Roundup. I'm your host, Keen Reinhardt. You can keep up to date with all news, sports, arts, entertainment, and much, much more over at limerickpost.e. And to keep up to date with all Limerick news, you can follow the hashtag Keeping Limerick Posted across all social media channels. We really are keeping Limerick posted.